The Michigan State Spartans hit a snag on the road in the Big Ten, playing against number 10, number 10 Illinois, 71-68 on the road. They sort of dug a hole, and it was hard to get back in it. Uh, we do have WJR senior sports analyst Steve Courtney on the line. We don't have coach just yet, but Steve, welcome to the show. Jamie. Good morning to you. Hello again, everyone. This conversation brought to you by the hardworking men and women at Bill Brown Ford. Forward down the field. Yes, the W's have indeed been stacking up. Disappointing night for the wing wheelers last night, but they'll be all right. My good friend Matt Garko and his team are stacking wins each and every day. Drive with the champions at Bill Brown Ford. Shop their True View inventory at BillBrownFord.com today. Yeah, Jamie, we go back to our Monday morning conversation with Magnum T.I., and he was not pleased at all with the performance last Sunday in Evanston against the Northwestern Wildcats. A much more spirited effort last night, uh, once again on the road in Champaign-Urbana, but they fall to the 10th-ranked Fighting Illini of Illinois, 71-68. The Spartans certainly had their opportunities. Uh, The deficit, again, uh, in the first half at the 10-minute mark was 10. Uh, it would be three at the half. Uh, but again, uh, they would take the lead in the second half uh, behind the performance of the likes of uh, Tyson Walker and uh, the others. Nice performance from Malik Hall, rebounding from a disappointing performance against Northwestern. Malik Hall finishing with 14 points to go along with seven boards, four of those on the offensive side, uh, and three assists as well. So, uh, afterwards, Tom Izzo, and hopefully we can grab him soon, but he's I'm sure there. they got He's there. Welcome Well, in. he's here. Wonderful. I'm sure he got in very, very late. Certainly appreciate his time this morning. Coach, good morning to you. How you doing, guys? All right. Um, again, uh, your group in a situation against a damn good team on the road uh, to make things happen in the second half and uh, just fell a little bit short. As a matter of fact, uh, the Illinois lead uh, down to one uh, relatively late, just couldn't get over the hump. Well, you know, yeah, you're, you're right. And, uh, you know, I thought we played extremely uh, much better than we did against uh, Northwestern in a lot of ways. Uh, we won just about every category. The, you know, not to complain, but I will complain. The problem was a 22 to to seven deficit at the free throw line and uh that's uh that's a lot of difference i wasn't real pleased with that um we missed some layups i wasn't happy with that but the effort the rebounding the physical miss the um the ball movement uh um, that would have been good enough to win a lot of games so we're making some progress and uh, not to the level I want because the level I want is wins. But um, considering uh, that deficit at the free throw line, um, it, it made a difference and uh, one that we couldn't overcome, to be honest. Uh, Coach, one and four in the Big Ten, not obviously what you want. You said post game you think people might give up on your team, but you are not. You know they have it in them. Yeah, I'm really not. I mean, I'm not saying that. I, I really, up to the point in my career, I don't really care what people think. <laughs> You've um, made that clear on multiple occasions. <laughs> yeah, but, well, because I can't care what people think that aren't there. I mean, I, I you know, yeah, I'm, I'm critical of my team when they don't do something. Um, last night, to be 
very honest with you. We we did almost enough to win the game, except for uh, you know we had a, a, a large number of mislips. Now they're big inside, six ten, six eleven at times, and so some of it isn't as easy as it looks. But uh, between that and the discrepancy at the line, um, it, it was challenging, and they're good. I mean, they're a good team, so top ten team, and uh, I think we're up six with about eight minutes left, and we just, uh, nothing we did wrong. We made our free throws. We just never got there. And uh, the layups bothered me and the uh, fact that uh, I know this team got a lot better on this trip, um, and uh, now we've got to turn that into some wins, and we will. Coach, what uh, kind of uh, records team are you expecting this Sunday? Well, you know, it's it's funny because uh, the last three games, these teams have had two more days of prep. I mean, we got in about three last night, and and uh, that worries me a little bit, a little bit run down because we play at noon. But this Rutgers team, who wasn't playing great, just beat the daylights out of Indiana. So um, I'm expecting a team that. Um, is coming in with some confidence, and hopefully we're coming in with a chip on our shoulder. And so uh, that's the one thing I did appreciate about last night and the huddles and everything. Uh, we uh, we took a serious step. I mean, uh, we got called out by you know media. We got called out by their coach, and uh, they responded on from Sunday's game. And that's one thing you ask. Now we have to respond that one more notch and. Uh, we will. There's some wins in front of us, and we got to get them. One of the straws that stirs the drink there, Tom uh, Malik Hall, uh, kind of threw the gauntlet down after the loss to Northwestern. I thought he responded very well last night. I mentioned 14 points, seven boards, four of those on the offensive side, and three assists as well. Uh, get him going on a consistent basis, certainly a step in the right direction. Well, yeah, and it was his defense in this whole game. I mean, I, I don't know what happened. In Evansville, I mean, he went from 25 and 22 and right. points, and then all of a sudden it was zeros all across the board. But um, again, I I continuously say this, which bothers a lot of people, but um, there's been way too much up and down in a lot of these kids right now, and uh, we have to. I have to do a better job of uh, figuring it out, dealing with it, and changing it. But uh, you know, there's that. Old saying, and I, you know, I watched a lot yesterday during the day because you have some time once you go to practice and that with the um, retirement, firing, whatever you want, of Belichick and saving two of the guys that I think are the best at motivating people. I mean, uh, I think both of them are questioning, you know, can you motivate? And so I've been complaining about that, and yet I'm the one not doing it. So we got after it last night, and uh, it was good. Um, it just wasn't quite good enough to overcome the, you know, a good team, a lot of free throws, and some poor shooting on our part in the lip. And yet we outshot them from the three, from the two, out rebounded them. So there were some things that we'll really be able to build on. Uh, Coach, my question is to, like the last five minutes of the game, there seems to be a struggle to hit shots beyond Tyson Walker. He seems to be the old reliable. Yeah, it's Nick and. Uh, I thought took a couple of average shots last night. He's been really playing well for us. Still played pretty well in a lot of areas, but you know we we don't uh, we don't have that threat inside. And uh, 
you know, hopefully if Jackson Kohler continues to, you know, develop now where we can get him back in there, that would help. But you're right. That's a good evaluation. Uh, you know, we, we need to. It was really, you know, it's funny when, when the average person, not that you're average. Um, but, None taken. <laughs> no, no, no. I just mean people that watch a game, they always look at the last three minutes. You know, the two-point layup, you, the five of them you missed at the beginning of the game, they count just as much as the free. No, they count way more than the free throw that was missed at the end. So mm-hmm. um, it's a complete 40-minute game. you got to play all 40 minutes. And that's one of the things I talked to my team about when we landed was you have to realize the mistakes made at the beginning count the same as the end. It's just that the media doesn't know it, so they bring up the end. It's the beginning, it's the middle, and the end, and that's what we have to uh, to understand. We've never missed layups like we did last night, and A.J. missed a bunch. And yes, he did. Honestly, he's been playing good and played good last night. Uh, you know, some of it, there are some big guys, some of it we just missed. I mean, Malik missed a dead nuts layup, and A.J. missed a cup, more than a couple, and uh, he doesn't normally do that. Well, Coach, we wish you all the best on Sunday versus Rutgers at the Breslin I, Center. I that's it. That. That's at noon, so you have time to watch the Lions at night. Yeah, I have time to watch the Lions at night. That's a and maybe go golfing in between. <laughs> yeah, sure. Just a winter storm happening right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> you guys from the UP well, getting your nine holes that. in during January for crying out loud. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll get them in. But we're gonna get a win, and we're gonna get back on track. So. Disappointed as everybody is, we made a step in the right direction last night, and we still have a long season to go. Well, yeah, everybody ta- just take a breath. It's going to yeah. be just fine. You talked about the legends of Saban and Belichick. Well, we still have a legend here That's at right. Michigan State, we and sure we uh, are behind you. Good luck against Rutgers. Thank you both, Steve, too, for joining us. I have a great day. All right, coming up, we have to talk about those Lions, and we're going to talk to former Detroit Lions quarterback Eric Kramer next.